Acrimonium, I still will. Seven Dust. Oh, no, they came out later, though. I was, I was doing metal before Seven Dust, I think. Um, yeah. Maybe, I don't know, but I didn't know about them at the time, but that was one of my favorite bands. When it came out, Seven Dust, um, also, like, and one of the best bands in the world, too, and also, but but probably the best band. And uh, they, they, they were around for, like, 40, like, from, like, 2002, for a and they just started up again back in 2021. But I'm not sure if Gia think it's with them again. But, um... But they, uh, <clears throat> but they um, did some pretty badass shit, here. and um, I'm a huge fan. Firmly convinced that there's not, and if you try to convince me otherwise, I'm gonna be. Um, uh, Hamilton. Hello. 
You hear me? Coming in? I'm here. Hey, Artie. Good morning. Oh, you can hear me at all? Yeah, I can hear you good. All right, cool. Sorry about that. I got caught up with life this morning. Oh, I, I get it. Is everything good? We're going to make it good. Okay. That's what I like to hear. Artie, welcome to a little bit of Synergy. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Glad to have you here. I'm uh, anxious to see what direction I, this will go in. I like the psychedelic background you got going on there. <laughs> thank you. It started with... Um, I, I was playing with some apps that came free with Zoom, and uh, one of them changed my wallpaper, and I didn't mean to put wallpaper up, but now I can't take it down. I just have to have a wallpaper. I hadn't figured out how to just have a background, you know, just a normal background. So kind of has it this all works. weird effect when I move. But yeah. It all works. It all works. So, um, what is it that, um, they want to get started now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're rolling. Oh, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's all free form kind of stream of consciousness, uh, broadcasting. We're not broadcasting, so to speak. We're all recording. So, you know, technically I could always go back and edit if I had to, but I rarely do. Um, I just, I capture what's present, and uh, and that's that's kind of how my shows are created. All right, cool beans. Tell me a little bit about what you do, Artie. I'm very intrigued. Well, I'm a psychic and a medium, and a psychic is somebody who talks about the past, present, and future. A psychic is someone who uh, tells people the outcomes of their circumstances in their personal life whether it be um, whether it be about their love life, uh, whether it be about their medical, uh, their family, uh, their career, the direction of their life. I'm usually good with telling people uh, the future outcomes of situations. But a lot of times the power is within them. And so by helping change their perspective about themselves, I give people back their power, and that's probably the greatest gift that I do for people when I do readings for people. Because uh -huh. knowledge is power, so um, I give people knowledge about their life, and which gives them power and understanding. And then you have a few people who are still arrogant enough on their own behalf and still want to do what they want to do. And I tell them, I says, the only way that you could expect changes is if you make changes. You can't keep on doing the same thing over and over again or be with the same person who is disrespecting you and expecting them to change. You have to change. You have to change your ways. So that's, you know, so as a psychic, I give people back their power. And then, um, you know, so I've helped heal thousands of people's lives that way. And then a medium, which is what I also am, I communicate to people's loved ones who have passed away. Really? And, um, you know, I communicate to their loved ones. And uh, again, I help heal people's hearts. And I also communicate to people's angels. 
Um, so uh, it's it's all good. It's all good. It's you know I I learned to develop this when I was 27 years old. I got a postcard in the mail, and it said, "How would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness?" Come to the Edgar Casey Foundation in Virginia Beach for this one weekend seminar. Mm-hmm. So. I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, this looks pretty interesting. You want to you give it a shot? She says, I don't give a crap about that. She goes, you can go if you want. I don't want to go. Now, hence the ex-wife, you know, mm-hmm. she's longer with me. But that was many years ago. So, uh, so I went away for that one weekend seminar. And there was about 50 of us in one very large room from all different parts of the country. And uh, we learned how to do what we do. And uh, they taught you how to open up your heart and mind to be... 100% unconditional and just learn to follow your first gut instincts without any judgment. And so I did. And uh, people were telling me how accurate I was. So I've been doing this for now over 30 years. And uh, probably, no, 34 years now. And I've read for over 30,000 people in my life. Oh my God. So yeah, I've helped change a lot of people's lives. So. You know, there are people who say, oh, what you do, it's against God and it's against my religion. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, you might, well, you might, it might be against your religion, but it's not against God because he's the one who gives me this beautiful gift yeah. for, for insights, you know, between God and all, all the beautiful archangels and the saints and uh, your loved ones who passed away. They send me all these thoughts and messages. So, so long as you're doing everything with the best of intentions, then it's right. It's if, if it feels right and you're doing good by other people, then it's totally right. You know, there are people who do what I do and their intentions are to manipulate people okay. with with the gift. And they take advantage of people because they know they're vulnerable mm. about their love life or about their health or whatever. So they take advantage and they draw a lot of money out of people, which is wrong. So, but like I said, I do everything with the white light. And I tell people, I said, if you're saying what I do is the devil's work, then I need to shake his hands and thank him because he's helped me heal thousands of people's lives. Right. So, so I it's like, I don't, you know, and then there are, there are times where people may think that I'm wrong with my predictions, but I'd say, well, it's sometimes it's not until days, weeks, or many months later, or even years later, that you'll understand that what I'm saying will usually come out true. Not everything, but most of the things that uh, come out true, what I say. And the reason why I could say that, that, that I'm that good, is because I've been doing it for 34 years. I have repeat clients, and people recommend me. And I've been on radio stations around the country. I've been on Fox TV. Um, I've been, uh, I was hired one time to uh, perform at the Palace of Versailles. Um, you know, I, I perform at casinos and, you know, and I'm an entertainer. I'm not just all serious. I, I like to joke around a lot too, you know, when I do my thing. So, um, tonight at 8 PM Eastern time, I'm going to be doing my, uh, Sunday Facebook live show, um, called angels and answers. Um, normally I do it every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, but because I couldn't get to it last week because I was busy, so I'll do it this evening, Wednesday, before Thanksgiving, and I'll do it for an hour, 
and people just go onto my Facebook live and it's Artie Hoffman's Angels and Answers and uh, yeah and then people type in their questions and for one hour for free I give people stuff and then um, <clears throat> a lot of people will call me up thereafter wanting their own private reading and mm -hmm. and that's that you know so it's all good wow and how do, how do I do what I do I know it's all all on blind faith People read, uh, send me the questions, and I just go into La La Land, and I get the answers and my gut feelings, and I share with people what I feel, what I think, and like I said, I'm usually bang on. So, mm -hmm. but uh, the funny thing is, you know, growing up, I always wanted to become a therapist, and um, I didn't have the patience or the brain power for school. I just sucked at it. My comprehension wasn't the greatest, and. Um, but I was very well liked by my peers and by the teachers. But um, yeah, I just couldn't handle the schoolwork. So I went about my own business. And uh, I, at the age of 20 years old, I started my own window cleaning power washing business. Mm -hmm. And 40 years later, I still have it. It runs itself. And uh, it's, called hey. Peeping Tom's, it's called Peeping Tom's Window Cleaning. And on my card, it says binoculars not included. <laughs> so, but I do do my spirituality and readings and parties and events full time. And I also do fundraisers. So uh, I keep pretty busy. And um, yeah, so, you know, so like I said, I started doing that. And uh, a few years after that, I got into uh, doing this professionally. Mm. And uh, it just manifested itself. But um, like I said, I always wanted to become a therapist, but, and I kept on visualizing people coming to my house, coming to my place, uh, to get, you know, people would pay me for my thoughts or to help them out mm -hmm. and they do, and they do. And that's exactly what it is. People call me their psychic therapist and I'm better than most therapists, to be honest with you. I really am. I have therapists who come see me for answers now. How about and that's that? the truth. And, uh, I'm not saying that to brag. I really don't. I really don't. It's just, it, but it is the truth. And because I have love and compassion for everybody who comes see me and most therapists see therapists and that's the truth. Right. And, uh, most stand up comedy, most stand up comedians, they see therapists also because they deal with a lot of depression within their life and they take it out on the stage and they're, mm. they turn into being funny. Right. You know? So, mm. uh, I tried stand up for a couple of years uh, when I was about 30 years old and I couldn't do it. Um, I mean, some days I was really good and other days I sucked, but then when I got into spirituality and I started talking about life and, 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 and spirituality and, and people and stuff from that perspective, I would tell a lot of funny stories while I'm talking about life. So people could appreciate what I have to say. And, uh, like I said, I make it humorous cause there's, I, like I said, I've read for so many people. There's so many funny little stories, you know, um, I'll tell you one of them. Um, a girl comes and sees me and uh, for a reading and I was doing one of my arty parties because I do parties. I call them arty parties. So I was doing a party at someone's house and a girl sits in front of me and she goes, all right, Art, you know, what, what, what do we do? You know, what do you need from me? What do you want from me? So when I first started reading, I used to hold on to people's objects and start reading them. Yeah. Either you give me a picture of yourself or I would hold on to your keys, your jewelry or wallet or something so I could pick off your energy and I would start telling you about you. 
So anyway, so I said, all right, well, give me your keys or, you know, your jewelry or whatever. She goes, well, I didn't drive here, so I don't have my keys. And as you see, I'm not wearing any jewelry. She goes, so what do we do now? I said, all right, well, take off your shirt and I'll read Braille. And, uh, you know, she got a kick out. I can't, you know, be joking like that with everybody because some people are like really type A personality, very yeah. serious. Right. So, right. But like I said, I'm very good with reading people. There's another woman, she comes in to see me. And um, as she was walking across the room to come and sit in front of me, I saw that I saw her past life. And I normally don't do past life regressions. Mm hmm. Past life regression is who you were before this lifetime. Yeah. And I saw in her previous life that she died uh, by walking off a ship. Either she was walking the plank of a ship or she was thrown off a ship in the middle of the ocean. Okay. And I said that to her. I said, this is how you died in your last life. And she goes, that makes perfectly good sense to me. She goes, nothing happened to me in this lifetime. But throughout my whole life, I was always afraid of the deep seas and the ocean and, yeah. and, and large ships. Because I was always petrified of them my whole life. Yeah. So now she knows why. Yeah, that's a that's a sticky subject, I imagine. Past lives. I imagine No, it's it... actually very healing. It's not a sticky subject at all. Tell me more. You know, as far as, you know, when you have an understanding of your past life, mm -hmm. you understand a lot more <clears throat> of why you're going through what you're going through. You know, it's a continuation of your life when you go from one life to the next life to the next life. You have an understanding. You know, so a lot of people say, you know, why is this crap happening to me? You know, in my life. It could be about anything. It could be about money, health, family, yeah. love, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's past karma that you've created in your past life that brought you to a lot of circumstances that you're dealing with now and it doesn't make sense in the now. No, but as soon as you're born in this lifetime, you're blessed with amnesia because now you don't have the conscious knowledge of your past or all the things that you agreed upon coming into this lifetime. Okay. We're the ones that pick our parents in this lifetime. We're the ones that pick how we're going to die and when we're going to die coming into this lifetime. We're the ones that pick all the challenges in our life coming into this lifetime. And then as soon as you're born into this world, you're blessed with amnesia because now it's time to play the game of life uh, according to all the pieces you picked. Uh, interesting. You mentioned karma. I was discussing it with my wife. Actually, my wife was asking me. Um, according to some uh, divinatory techniques and some apps, uh, we kind of deduced that my wife has a karmic number of zero and I have a karmic number of three. And um, she's like, don't you want to get your karmic, karmic number down, Tony? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm at a point now where I'm, I'm, I'm spiritually, I'm, I'm accepting of uh, new ideas that I, I wasn't probably five years ago, two years ago. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm much more open, and um, and yeah, I am trying to get that karmic debt down. <coughs> yeah, it's you know, it's it's uh, an interesting trip. It's you know. It's very important to always try to take the high road. I mean, as humans, it's very difficult because you're dealing with your ego and the soul. Mm -hmm. So the ego wants to justify everything in the moment. And the soul is saying, well, be patient or work this out yeah. or move on. 
or if someone's not hot serving your higher good move away or you know it's all about making healthier healthy choices for yourself you know because when you're in an argument with anybody if you lose your shit if you're getting really angry and uptight and upset and you're really losing it you lost all control whenever you're in an argument with somebody if you want to have the power keep quiet let them finish whatever they want to say or do or whatever and take in whatever they have to say and then after they're finished they're they're already initiating the direction of wherever they're going as far as how they're thinking and then you could make healthy decisions based on what they're thinking or how they're feeling and then you can make adjustments to either protect yourself or to make things right. But if you're yelling over there yelling and they don't care about what you're saying, you don't care about what they're saying because nobody's listening to anybody. But when you're quiet and you're just paying attention to what the other side has to say, then you can make healthier choices based on what the other person's thinking. And then after you, after they say their piece, you could say to them, I understand how you feel. But when I say to you, I understand how you feel, I don't necessarily mean I agree with you. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying to you is I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And this is why I now feel the way I do, or this is why this is or whatever, whatever. You know, sometimes somebody does bring up a valid point to you that you didn't see. They brought up a different perspective to you. And you say, oh, that's interesting. I understand that. But you might be at both wits end. And so the healthy thing to do is when you're on one end and the other person's on a strong other end and say, you want to know something? We just agree that we disagree. And that's it. That's all you can do. Because when somebody's that strong about their thoughts or feelings, or you're that strong, you're that strong within your thoughts and feelings. You're not changing your mind. So we agree that we disagree and it's all good. You have your perspective. I have mine. You know, and a lot of times people will say, or, you know, what, what religion, you know, a lot of people throw at me with this religious stuff, which I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm all about spirituality. I'm all about yeah. God. I'm all about the Holy right. Spirit and, right. and saints and angels. I'm all about mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. but not from a religious aspect. Right. Religion is other people's experiences and spirituality is your own experience. So there are people say to me, you know, oh, Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. Mm. And I say, well, and, they, and they'll ask me, all right, what's your perspective? You know, I'm Jewish. I was raised Jewish and I'm still Jewish. Right. And uh, and people say, well, if you don't believe in Jesus, then you're not going to get to heaven. So I said, I believe in his concepts. That's what I believe in with Jesus. I believe in his concept. He was all about pure love. He was all about spirituality. He was all about, you know, believing in God and doing mm -hmm. the right thing by people. That's what I believe in as far as Jesus is concerned. And, uh, but, you know, I have my own certain views. I said, but there's no one religion that's better than the other, whether it be uh, Christian or Catholic or, or Jewish or Muslim, Buddha. You know, whatever way gets you to that place of serenity, or having that peace of mind within yourself or your relationship between you and God or you and your loved ones, you and your angels, whatever works for you, then that's the best way. But okay. no, there, God doesn't judge anybody and he doesn't punish anybody. So with dealing with bad people, when you're dealing with bad people, um, you know, they have their lessons that they have to learn and they have their own karma because whatever you put out there, you're going to end up getting back in return. You know, that's karma. It's not that God's punishing you. It's just 
the balance of life. It's cause yeah. and effect. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're angry at someone or something and you put your hand, your fist through a, a window and you break it and you cut up your arm and your wrist and, and your hands bleeding all over the place. It's like, oh, God's punishing me. No, you jackass. That's a cause and effect. <laughs> when you put your hand through a window, you're going to bleed to death or, or if you don't get help right away. So, Artie, um, is it presumptive for me to ask you to read? Ask me to uh, to read you now? Uh, yes, if, if you're willing. On the air, is that is that out of the question? No. So, I'm, I'm getting in that space and place right now. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm seeing with you, actually, is that you need to send love and compassion to people who are on a lower vibration, people who are very arrogant around you, people who have upset you, people who have disappointed you. Rather, look at them with compassion. They are stuck in their life. You're not. You don't have to be. So, there are people who are very angry or upset with their life choices. They're very angry or upset with their life. And so they'll say things to you or do things to you uh, that you might not deserve it at all. <clears throat> and so I'm being told to tell you is that for you to stay comfortable, for you to be within you, feel comfortable and not allowing somebody else to get the best of you, don't go on their emotional stage, have love and compassion for them and try to understand why are they like that? Maybe they had a really bad day. Maybe they had a bad week, a bad month, a bad life. But try to understand like, but you don't have to take your crap. You know, there are a lot of people who might say things, nasty things about you or to you. And you don't have to buy their perception of you. You don't have to buy their story about you, you know? So people who you really love or care about are people you should be looking up to. If they are, um, you know, putting you down or, or, or not appreciating you or whatnot, it's like, it's a shame because a lot of people buy into the story of what their peers or what their elderly say about them. But if that's not how you feel about yourself, and then you start to believe in it, and then you become that because you've been taught this or, or told this your whole life. And so, and so sometimes it might take months or years to break out of this habit so that you could get to where you say you want to be. But I'll tell you one thing, that if I listened to my parents and my family growing up, I would not be here right now talking to you or reading for people because they thought what I was doing was crazy or you're nuts or why don't you get a real job or why don't you do this or that. But I do pretty good for myself. And, um, and, I, and, and like I said, I'm a pretty good therapist and, uh, and I'm a healer and people call me their psychic therapist. So, but as far as with you, you know, as far as the reading, but I, I was telling you that specifically for yourself, I had to tell you that so that you could break past your boundaries and not live according to other people's expectations of you. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's something about a monitor or something that's not working that's going to need to get fixed with you. Something with a program or a monitor that you're going to need to get fixed or whatnot. Something's not right. And if, if you can't understand it now, you'll understand it later. And I don't wish anything bad upon you at all, uh, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um,
So you might not have gotten the best of what you were hoping for out of a situation or you felt like or wanted more out of life than what you got. But you also have to understand that all of your actions in life created you to be exactly where you are right now, good, bad, or indifferent. And the bottom line is you don't have to remain stuck in your life if you don't like how certain things are going. That's the beautiful thing about life. God gave everyone free will and you're allowed to make changes if you want. Yes. You don't have to remain, you're never stuck in your situation. It could be relationship, it could be job, it could be whatever it is you're doing. You're never stuck, or you, but you can improve it, but you could change it totally. But don't ever feel like you're stuck. If someone or something's not working with you, don't feel like it's necessary to hang on to every single relationship in your life if they're not serving a positive purpose in your life. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's like, what are you trying to prove? You know, the bottom line is it's all about you wanting to be happy or be, be successful, be happy. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and sometimes you try to do the best you can with what you got and it might not be good enough for other people or they're always putting you down. It's like, well, I'm just me being me. I could I could only do what I need to do, what I have to do. Sometimes you do have to work a little harder. You can't just keep on doing just what you want to do. Sometimes you might have to get that uh, work that uh, those extra hours or do do more at work okay. so that you can earn extra money or to make things simpler or easier. You can't just, you know, if you're complaining about certain aspects of your life where things aren't being met, where needs aren't being met, well, then you're going to have to work harder at other aspects of your life. So with my window cleaning power washing business, you know, I had that for 40 years. I've been doing this for 34 years. But I couldn't drop my window cleaning power washing business just to do this. I did that and was doing this part time until this really built itself up. And then I started doing it full time. But then my other business was also strong and it started, you know, I have other people who work for me doing that. And they and, and so that's, you know, how I do what I do. But as far as with you, you know, um, Sometimes your communications aren't always the best. Sometimes people think you're really angry or upset with them where you're really not, yeah. but you give off an air like something's wrong. Yeah. And so there are people, there's certain people around you that are ultra sensitive. Mm -hmm. And again, you just need to explain like, no, I'm not angry. I'm not upset because you didn't get back to them really right away or soon enough. They think that you're upset or because you did this instead of that. It's like, why are you? You know, why are you being a jerk or why are you doing? It's like, no, I'm doing what I feel is best in the moment or I, I didn't have time like I thought I was, you know, you know, maybe the reason, you know, you know, to be honest with you, with the audience, you know, you know, uh, by accident and it was by accident, you know, we started off a half hour earlier, totally went right by me until I got, you know, your calls and stuff. And uh, I realized, I said, oh, God, even though you did, you know, reach out to me yesterday, but I got caught up in my own world it has nothing to do with me being arrogant or me uh, uh, not wanting to. It's just I got caught up with life. Sure. And I just said, oh, shit. You know, but a lot of people, there's a lot of misperceptions with other people's actions. And it's like, all right, you know, maybe something happened. You're but a right. lot of people and maybe you do this. You assume the worst. Yes, I, I do. You know, you assume the worst. It's like, well, what the hell's with this problem? Or he's like this. They're like, you know, so there's a reason why it happened the way it did this morning. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we got started a little later, but everything, you know, is working itself out. 
You know, uh, one of sure. my friends who's very spiritual, he said to me, hey, Art, when it comes to life, he goes, it's all good in the end. And if it's not good, then it's not the end. Mm. I like that. You know, so if somebody is not pulling through for you, all right, rather mm. than just sitting there being upset in the moment or all day, you're allowed to be upset in the moment. It's normal. But rather than carry it through, then go to plan B or go to plan C. Mm -hmm. But so many people, and maybe this is you too, you put so much expectations in that one moment, like typing personalities. I, you know, I expect, I expect, I expect. But if someone or something is not pulling through for you, you got to say, all right, then let it go and just go to plan B or plan C or get back into your life. Rather than putting everything and all your emphasis into that one situation, that one moment, that one person. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. move on. You can't, you can't allow that person to get the best of you. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Pretty, does pretty, that make pretty good sense? Yes, it does. It resonates. Yes, it does. So there's a reason why I say what I say. Mm. Yes, very, very apropos to some uh, stuff I'm dealing with right now. Yeah, so like I said, if things are not working out now, then just... What well, well, and because all you have is the now, and I say, and yeah. all we have is the now, yeah. But art, it should have been like this, it could have been like this if they were only like this, if they only, yeah. But it's not, and this is what we have in the now. So, what so while we're in the now, while we have what we have in the now, what is the best thing that we could do with the pieces that we have in the now? Because that's all you got. Mm -hmm. So, stop putting so much energy and bullshit into what could have been, what should have been, I can't believe it. Stop playing yourself as a victim and start doing what's best for you and say, all right, no, do you ever play chess? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so, all right, so if you lose your queen, you're the strongest piece on your board. Mm -hmm. If you lose your queen and, and or a bishop, it doesn't mean you lost the game. It's like, now you need to be a little more creative, a little more savvy on knowing how to win the game or how to get to where you need to be without those pieces rather than, oh, I lost, I lost my queen. <laughs> right, right, you, you've lost your, uh, a lot of your maneuverability, a lot of your strategy, it's gone out the window, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't mean that you've lost, it just right. means you need to be a little more clever or wiser or wittier, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's what it means, it's like you're being tested now. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, that will give you more confidence. So the less you can depend on people, I mean, it's good to rely on other people. You know, you have other people who help make you or who mm -hmm. help make your life or that you depend on. But it's also build your confidence more when you are more self-sufficient that you could still do the job or take care of the situation even when other people don't pull through for you. They're just telling you more of what they're about. If somebody does it once in a blue moon, that's different than somebody who does it on a regular basis letting you down. That's their character. Mm -hmm. And then shame on you for allowing yourself to still deal with that person and you're giving your power into them all the time and they're always letting you down. How many more times do you have to get hit in the head with a brick right. to realize that, you know, why, why are you having that person in your life? Good point. <laughs> repeating, you know, repeating, what is it, Einstein's definition of insanity? Yeah, keep on repeating the same thing over and over again, thinking that there's going to be different changes. Yeah. 
The only time there's changes is when you make changes. And a lot of people, they're afraid of changes. Mm-hmm. And so there's a saying with certain lower, lower uh, energy people, they say, listen, I might got crap, but at least I know the crap I got. So people grow comfortable in the uncomfortableness of their life, thinking, well, this is the way life is. It is what it is. Yeah. Or people will say to you, you know, I, I, I ask a lot of times, you know, when you say hello to people, I go, hey, how you doing? How you doing? And some people will say, uh, you know, same crap, different day. Yeah. And I say, well, then you got to change your crap. Yeah. 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 I, I, that, well, that disheartens me when I hear people say stuff like that. Same, same shit, different day. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to change your shit, you know? Yeah. But, you know, you know, like I said, you know, there are people who look at me and think I'm like one of the greatest things since sliced bread and they love me to death and all this other good stuff, which is great. But then there are other people who think that I suck and then I'm a bullshitter or that I'm this or that I'm that. But you know what? Everyone has their own perception of you, of who they think you are. The important thing is how do you feel about yourself and do you feel good within yourself with your choices and how you are? You always got to be true to yourself. And if other people can't appreciate you for who you are, well, that's their problem, not yours. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit more about the medium side of what you do? Well, usually, <coughs> who did you want to try to connect to? My dad. Uh, what's his full name? Michael Joyce Thomas. You know, as soon as I saw, as soon as you mentioned his name, I see him like he's digging up like from a watermelon or from a potato or something. And he's like eating. You just take it right out. And yeah. He's just eating like this. He's like digging, carving it in and eating it right from. And he's, I feel like he's the type of person who would take an apple from a tree or just, and he'll just like eat it like raw, like just whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, he also told me to tell you your back needs cracking. Your back needs adjusting. Because I see him giving you a big bear hug and I'm hearing your back crack. <laughs> and he wants you to know he does hear you every time you talk to him. And he said, um, I am very proud of you for what you're doing. You heard that? You know? Yeah. Um, There are certain things that he was blamed for that he said was not his fault. Mm. He said he got he got blamed for doing certain things. I don't know what it is. He says, I used to get blamed all the time for doing things that weren't my fault. He goes, but it all pointed towards me, but. Yeah. But I feel like he was just a man of his own convictions. Yeah. He says, I didn't do things to hurt other people. He goes, I was just doing my thing. Right. And right. people didn't like the way I was, but he said, screw it. <laughs> and I also feel like your dad also wore the same clothes forever. Yeah. Like he wasn't one with new clothes or very materialistic when it came to the way he dressed. He was just, 
you know, what worked for him, he always stuck with the same thing. He wasn't man of many changes. No, no, no. You know? He had a say in let the rough end drag. Yeah. Now, is it you or him that had lots of tattoos or has lots of tattoos? No, I've, I've only got the one. He didn't have any. You're going to be seeing somebody with a sleeve of ha uh, a sleeve of tattoos on their arm. Your father's telling you, watch out for this person because they're a hot mess. Okay. You'll understand it later. Okay. He wants you to know he's in no pain whatsoever. Uh, okay. And he says, don't worry about me. He goes, the moment my soul left my body, he goes, no pain whatsoever. And there's something about elephants. He's mentioning something about elephants. Roll and, Tide. Huh? Roll Tide. Is that it? Alabama mascot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's him. He goes, always get the elephant with the tusk up. Good luck. Tuscaloosa. That's, uh. Alabama, Tuscaloosa with the tusk up. Okay. Oh, is it? I didn't even yeah. realize. I don't even know. Yeah. He says, you're all right, boy. He says, just stick with your own true convictions. <laughs> awesome. Anthony, I don't mean to sound rude, but mm. I have to move on. Yes, that's fine. I have a, I have I appreciate a couple it. other responsibilities. I'm sorry I was late, but that's okay. we, through. we made it happen. I appreciate you. Thank you for that. Okay, so hopefully what I had to say to you, uh, you know, yeah. is, is able to help you out. It was, and it will be. Uh, and I, I also expect... the audience that's listening. I hope uh, what I say to them. So if anybody wants to reach out to you, because I do private mm -hmm. readings. You know, uh, I do arty parties. If you're buying, I'm flying. You know, I do I do phone readings. I'm in central New Jersey. And uh, my number is 732-778-7173. And my email address is artyhoffman at gmail. A-R-T-I-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N at gmail. And you can check my website out, artyhoffman.com. And um, yeah, like I said, my Facebook live show. Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I do free readings for an hour, so check out Artie Hoffman's Angels and Answers. And uh, yeah, you're allowed to record your sessions. You're allowed to take notes. So you'll see it'll be worth your time. I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be following you there, Artie. I'll be uh, I'll be joining you. Look forward to talking to you again in the future, and I will send you the finished product once I'm done um, with the audio and the video. Awesome. Well, listen, you, you have a wonderful holiday season to you and your Thank family you. Thank you. and to everyone who's watching. And uh, I wish you only the best. Thank you, Artie. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, my friend.
Thank you.